The brain wants something new, something fresh. It's boring to always go back to the same source. Hi there, Steve Kaufman here. And today I want to talk about the importance of variety in language learning. Remember, if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe. Uh, click on the bell for notifications. If you follow me on a podcast service, uh, please leave a review. So today I have a t-shirt on. Normally when I go to do these videos, even though I'm wearing a t-shirt, a grubby t-shirt for doing tasks around the house or whatever, I'll put on a nice golf shirt or a shirt with a collar for my video because I feel that that's what I should do for all my listeners out there. However, in fact, that's not necessary. And I decided to change things up to sort of symbolize the importance of changing things up in your language learning routine. Variety is extremely important. I've mentioned this before. I've said the brain requires repetition, but it also requires novelty. And the reason I decided to do this video is that I was listening to some new material in Persian uh, about the uh, Islamic revolution and the history of the Islamic revolution in a podcast. And I started noticing certain words and phrases that I hadn't noticed before when they were in content that I was used to listening to. And it reminded me of how important it is to vary things, vary the content you're listening to, uh, vary the nature of the content. In other words, easy content and more difficult content, repeating, uh, repetitively listening to things that you know, tackling new material, all of this is important. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned in a previous video on interleaving that, that even though people feel that they can learn something by focusing in on it and studying it hard, cramming for the exam tomorrow, in fact, research uh, on how the brain learns, and a lot of it done by Professor Bjork out of uh, California, that it's when we study a bit of this and go off and do something else and come back later on and go back to the first item that we were studying that we learn better. Whenever we block learn, we try to focus on one thing at a time. In fact, we are learning less and less every time. Uh, if I focus back or think back on my learning of Chinese or Japanese, you know, I used the sort of repetitive listening in order to get the rhythm of the language. And so in the case of Chinese, I listened to these Xiangsheng dialogues, comic dialogues, even if I didn't fully understand them, because the, the rhythm, the intonation of the language sort of penetrated my brain. I found that very useful uh, in order to improve my pronunciation, my feel for the language. There was also a, a, an audio version. And of course, in those days, it was a great big open reel tape recorder on the history of the Second World War. And I still remember the arts of Shirji the arts of Shirji That was like, he was almost, uh, sounded like he was talking too fast, but I picked up on the rhythm of that uh, phrase, Second World War and many others. Uh, similarly, when I was in Japan, even though I was constantly reading new material, eventually reading the newspapers, reading different books with with vocabulary lists, glossaries that I could find in the, in the bookstores in Japan, there was one series that I listened to over and over again, even though I didn't fully understand it. And that was, I've mentioned this before, 
the sort of NHK series on Showa no Kiroku, the history of the Showa era. And part of it, of course, is that this audio has to grab you at some level. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the main narrator's voice and the excerpts from history. And I would listen to it. And it was all part of bringing that music and that intonation of the language into my brain. So that was one form of activity. But I was also challenging myself with new material, different material. So always the sense of variety. Um, variety in terms of your activities. Uh, if you are a person who likes to do flashcards, fine. I'm not a big flashcarder, as I've explained before. But spend some time on vocabulary, spend some time on grammar, maybe, if you're interested. Uh, spend some time listening, spend some time reading. The greater variety you introduce into your learning activity, or speaking for that matter, obviously the speaking depends on your opportunity to speak. More opportunities if you live where the language is spoken, but you can arrange to speak online with the tutor. So variety. Have a deliberately a deliberate program of introducing variety. That's one of the difficulties in language learning at school. Typically there's a textbook. And they might even have a, a reader with stories in it. And you have that textbook and the reader and that's all you do. That's not very good. Because after a while, the brain wants something new, something fresh. It's boring to always go back to the same source, the same book, the same type of exercises. So if you are in charge of your own learning or even if you're in a classroom situation, try to introduce variety. It'll help you do better on the things that you're forced to do in the classroom, but it'll, because it's going to make sure that you improve in the language. So I just wanted to, to remind you of the importance of, of variety, even in terms of where you study. Sometimes if you can be listening outside or while jogging or, uh, you know, reading in different rooms in the house and the extent to which you introduce variety, it's all beneficial to your learning. So I did a video on interleaving, so I would invite you to go and have a look at that. And uh, I think, you know, uh, one other relevant video perhaps, so that you can follow up on this subject. But remember, variety is the spice of life. Variety is going to help you learn. And if you're in charge of your learning, you set the program, you can change things, you can decide what you're going to spend your time on. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.